I just want to worship him for a few minutes. I want to, I want to see if I can get some music on. Just bear with us. It's raining where we are. Uh, so if we bear with us through our connections, might be a little weak tonight because of the rain and the thunderstorms down here in Georgia, uh, in the area that I'm in. But we welcome you in the love this evening to Life in the Word Bible Study. Uh, we are Family of Faith Worship Center, the Church Without Walls, and we are here tonight just to give you the love of God. Good evening, Pastor Clement. Good evening. How are you? Oh, great, great. great. You're great? Great. I am too. Worthy of the yes, Lord. God. Last week we were talking about love. We're going to continue talking about that, but just kind of let's see if we can get God's presence up a little bit for Hallelujah. a few minutes. Uh, we just want to give him a little reverence and and who he is. Uh, I'm going to open up in prayer, and uh, as we kind of listen to the song, if it comes on, if not, uh, we just know that we love the Lord in in your mind and your heart, and to just give him a little worship. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you tonight. We come to adore you. We come to magnify your name because you are our God. And we love you, Father. We love you. We come to thank you for keeping us all day long, God, and keeping us as we went about our day, doing in and going to and that accidents, you find hindrance, you kept things away from us, you protected us as we went down the road into the stores, as we shopped. You gave us provisions so that we could spend money, Lord. And all these things come from you. So we thank you tonight, God. We thank you that you're allowing us to get on this line one more time on Facebook Live, Periscope, TalkShoot.com, Teleconference, so that the people of God can hear your voice as we do this Bible study because we are a church without walls. We have our local churches that we go through too, but God, we are the body of Christ. We belong to bride. So Father, we come tonight as the bride of Christ, seeking your face, seeking to hear your word tonight, God. Thank you, Father, for the Son, the Son, Jesus Christ, that reconciled us back to you, that we will be able to hear the voice of our Creator. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that you left to live with us and to guide us and keep us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, tonight. Rise up like the Lord so that we'll be able to hear. I ask you, Lord, to pull the scares off our eyes, unstop our ears that we may hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to our personal churches tonight. 
Ah, God, because we are the temple of the living God. We are the temple of the living God. Speak to us tonight through the man of God, the woman of God, the hour who have you have chosen tonight to speak this word. God, we thank you for Pastor Nemo. Dealing the press and study for that he can bring the word of God to your people. We thank you for his diligence, Lord, and we ask that you bless him continuously. Let his hand be blessed, and everything that he touch will be a blessing to him. That wherever his feet tread, he will take the land, God. We thank you for that right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you take control of this, this, this venue right now. We take control of the atmosphere and the power and the authority that you have given us, the keys that you have given us. We take control right now of the atmosphere. We take control of the stratosphere. Yeah. We take of the hemisphere. Yeah. We paralyze the movement of the enemy on these venues tonight, Lord. He has no movement. Yeah. We call every assignment that is to be null and void right now. And we will have the victory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 We want to be in the presence of the Lord. So I'm playing this song just to kind of put us in the mood to be in the presence. Let me tell you that we are on Periscope. We are on Facebook Live. And we're also on TalkShoot.com. That you can come and teleconference on that because we do like you to participate even in the Bible study. We like for questions. We like for for comments to come even through that. So you can call us on the number of 605-562-0444. The, the show ID to get in is 146513. Again, it's 605-562-0444. Caller ID is 146 513. Uh, people of God, if you're coming through the teleconference, please follow the prompt so you can hear what they're saying to you. Once you put the uh, show ID in, uh, it will prompt you to press one pound, and then it will say if you want to be connected, press one, and then you'll come directly into the call. We'll be able to hear your voice if you have a question or or something that you make. Uh, we are willing to take them from you. I'm going to say good evening again to all our viewers on Facebook, uh, Periscope, and even TalkShoe. Because TalkShoe.com is live as well. You can do teleconference or you can come through your computer and see us live on that as well. Very excellent venue. Thank you tonight. And we're going to get started with this Bible study. And Pastor Anemo, I know that you were talking about love last week. And you were starting from the even from the Old Testament to show us where God loved us. Uh, when we left off, you told us that you were going to uh, talk about uh, the love of God, yes. uh, God's love. We were talking about God's love towards us. Yes. Uh, now we should be talking about God, us loving God, mm. uh, how we love God and why we should love God. Mm. I think that's I think that's where he's going tonight. Uh, uh, I'm not sure, but I think that's where he's going to go tonight. So I'm going to leave it right in his hands right now, and I'm going to set it down in your hands. Pastor Nemo, you have the floor. Crazy. What an awesome day. What an awesome day. I want to share what the Holy Spirit just gave to us while Prophet was, well, to me anyway, but I thought I'm going to share it. 
because a lot of us say these things in our prayer we do these things we believe these things um, i am i am in a position now where i have to actually show that i believe god that there is this there is this issue of when we pray we say we surrender we totally mm. i drop everything for you lord the Lord told me while she was praying, my prophet was praying, he said that if I have dropped everything for him, then there is nothing that the enemy can have to deal with me about, so I don't have any worries. That's what he said. Hallelujah. I just want to, I just want to, so for those of us, you know, take courage. If you have dropped everything for the sake of the Lord, the enemy has nothing with you or in you that bit, so you don't have any problem that is a very comforting thing and that's called grace he also said that love is his action love is his action to benefit his people love is his action on behalf of and ought to benefit people mm. that is these are the two things that he said while we were just speaking but i want to take a few moments to do a recap of what we spoke about last week you know we said that love there are two constituents or two words that constitute the word love and those words are benevolence and charity and we said that charity is good i mean benevolence is goodwill the desire to do something good for somebody something to benefit somebody and not not a profit it's a benefit and we said that we said that charity on the other hand is judgment amen a judgment a decision that one makes amen to do good for somebody that is helpless something somebody that is helpless so in either case it does not depend it does not depend on the one that favor is being reached out on I mean, it depends on the one that is giving favor, a sovereign or a sovereign to one of a lesser capacity, one that is of lesser standard, with the inability to do certain things for themselves. And we see that a little bit when we start talking about this issue today. And we also said that in the usage of the word, there are certainly that the word is in a verb, there are two types of verbs. Amen. One, the first one is a verb. Amen. A verb that stresses God. Amen. And that is called fiative. You know, that is an action. You know, something that is going, ongoing. You know, and there are various, there are also certain words in the voice. That verb, that action that we are talking about means active. It's used in the active voice. In other words, but the active voice, the, in the Hebrew, the Hebrew and Greek, they have three types of active voices, you know. These are not necessary, but let me just say this, you know, they have, when they speak the words in middle voice, they speak in the passive voice and also in the active voice. The active voice means that the subject that this refers to is receiving the particular action, is taking place now. The other, uh, the, the other word is, uh, the other word is the stative. Amen, the, the verb describes the state of a thing or the being of it you know for instance when the scripture talks about god is i am amen the existence you know the existence so when we talk about god is god is love 
we are this being this is this is who is he it is not it is not inseparable amen when we talk about god we talk about love because that is who is what he is it is mm -hmm, part of him mm -hmm. you know and so if we are going to be if we are going to be exhibiting love in ourselves we also be in those things in other words everything we do is motive we talked about we talked about the first corinthians chapter 13 when paul talked about this if he whatever he does the motive is nonsense amen these are the things that we talked about and then we also talk about you know some other things that you know like love being a relational term and that was what we really went into to talk about the relationships the relationships that characterize love amen we talk about the relationship of uh, the parents to their children amen the relationships of friends a friend amen and the relationship in a marriage amen and there is also the relationship between us and god the word actually is friendship remember in genesis 28 one you know the the the, the three uh, uh, when god visited uh, i think it started to when god visited uh, uh, abraham in his trinity and abraham fed them and they were on their way to they were on their way to sodom and gomorrah and god said that why won't i tell abraham anything because he's my friend abraham became his friend you know because of his actions in genesis chapter 22 amen when he decided when he obeyed god and decided that god was more important than his son that he was going to sacrifice amen that word love there amen it stands for friendship and so you know but the uh, the septuagint came to use the word agapeo amen the word agapeo came to qualify you know the action of the love of god towards beings amen because god in his actions towards human beings amen is doing something to favor human beings amen that you know there are principles that he has set down that has to be followed and he is following those principles as an example of his love amen to bring it to pass you know when even when those of us that are supposed to be part of that principle the principle we are talking about here is the covenant amen and so the septuagint uses the word agape Mm. Amen. But the right word there that is being used in the Greek and the Arabic calls it friend. You know, remember Proverbs, you know, Proverbs says that a friend loveth at all times. That was what we talked about. We read a couple, we read a couple of scriptures. And then we read a couple of scriptures, and then we said that today we are going to talk about, we are going to talk about God's love. The man prophet has said that we are going to talk about how we are supposed to love God. We are going to talk about that, you know, a little uh, as we go along. In you know, in uh, you know, as you know, as it comes, as we go along, we are going to put that in perspective. But we are going to talk about God's love in general here, what it means, what it entails. Amen. Uh, while I was today studying, amen, the Lord told me that love consists of three things. Amen. Love consists of three things. And it's that this love we are talking about consists of, amen, is grace, mercy, and truth. That was what he told me, grace, mercy, and truth. And he defined them for me. Amen. He defined them for me. Grace, he defined as 
sorry, grace is defined as the enablement. Amen. The enablement is what grace is enablement or a solution. Amen. Enablement or a solution is grace. And then mercy. Mercy is judgment. Amen. Mercy. Amen. Is judge is judgment. It is uh hmm, forbearance. When we talk about the mercy seat, when we talk about propitiation, amen, mercy is judgment, and it is judgment in this sense. Instead of God, instead of God judging me and you because of our sinful nature and because of our sinfulness, amen, he judged the enemy instead, amen, thereby freeing me and you, amen, from further interference with the enemy if we believe in what he with what he what he has done on the cross and the third one is truth truth stands for a pathway a highway amen truth stands for a path a highway amen and this highway and the, this highway and the pathway is the world amen the world the word, in essence, what it means is the removal of stumbling blocks, the removal of stumbling blocks or hindrances in the way. These are the things that, you know, we talk about as love. Amen. In other words, this stuff we are talking about are his actions. Amen. His actions for us or to us for our benefit. That is how he explains it. Amen. And now, but today, what I, you know, out of those three things, what I want to actually talk about for a little bit, amen, is grace. Because grace is very rampant. Amen. We talk about grace a lot, especially when we talk about the New Testament and we talk when we talk about sal as salvation concerns us. Amen. It becomes a thing of, uh, it becomes a thing of debate, you know, very, all of us have various ways, amen, of talking about this. But in the Old Testament, I want us to go, amen, to, I want us to go to Isaiah chapter, amen, 57. And we are going to read. I'm not going to keep you long today, um, amen. We're not going to keep you long. We're going to just continue this actually next week because there is a change that is coming on on the schedule. Amen. But I want us to talk briefly, amen, about grace. Isaiah chapter 7, verses 14 through 17. Amen. Actually, the session goes way back from chapter 56 through chapter 57, verse 21. But we are going to read just this session here. Uh Isaiah 57, starting at verse 14, it says, and I'm reading from the NIV uh, version of the Bible. And it will be said, build up, build up, prepare the road. Mm -hmm. Remove the obstacles out of the way of my people. Mm -hmm. For this is what the high and lofty one says. Mm -hmm. He who lives forever, whose name is holy. Mm -hmm. I live in a high and holy place yes but also with him who's who is contrary and lowly in spirit mm -hmm. 
to revive the spirit of the lowly and mm -hmm. to revive the heart of the country. Mm -hmm. I will not accuse forever, mm. nor will I always be angry, mm -hmm. for then the spirit of man would grow faint before mm. me, yes. the breath of man that I have created. Yes. I was enraged by his sinful greed. Mm -hmm. I punished him and hid my face in anger, mm -hmm. yet he kept on in his willful ways. Mm -hmm. 18. I have seen his ways, but I will heal him. Mm. I will guide him mm -hmm. and restore comfort to him. Mm. Wow. That's grace. That's is a picture of grace. That's grace. <laughs> that is a picture. That's grace of, from the Father. <laughs> that is the picture of grace. But, you know, the story, the, the story in a nutshell goes this way, that God saved his people from Egypt for himself because he loved them. He got into a pact with them, that is the covenant at Mount Sinai and various parts of the wilderness experience, even unto when they came into the, into, the, into the promised land, they renewed the covenant. And so they were supposed to keep their own end of the deal. Because as we see all the way from Egypt up to the promise, God has always kept his end of the deal. Amen. He has always kept his end of the deal. Now, when they got into the promised land, they continued in their ways. They couldn't keep their own deal. So he punished them. If you remember in Deuteronomy, if you remember in Deuteronomy, amen, chapter 17 and chapter 30, amen. God said that if they don't do what he told them to do, amen, keep to the covenant. Whenever the Lord said that you don't do what I ask you to do, he's talking about your obedience to the covenant that both of you have, amen. He said that I will come and punish you, and if that does not bring you back to him, he's going to punish you seven times more. If that does not bring you back, he's going to punish you seven times, seven times more. If that does not happen, he's going to keep on doing that on Stand up your legs. Yes. He's spanking you, mm -hmm. just like your earthly parents would have spanked you. Mm -hmm. the, the, the word says in Hebrews 5 and 8 that Jesus uh, learned obedience from his suffering. Mm -hmm. So the Lord is, we're no different. He said, I'll make you suffer till you learn to be obedient. Yes. So that's just like, you know, your parents might have told you when they was whipping you, they said, oh, I... This is hurting me more than it's hurting you. I'm doing this because I love you. And you got to figure, well, why you beat me if you love me? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So that is the thing. So this is what God is saying here. So in the interim, then he started sending them on exile, you know. But he said that he came to look at their ways. When he does this thing that was supposed to bring them into a place of penitence, he said they just continue doing what is in their hearts and in their mind? Mm -hmm. They just keep on doing it. So obviously they are not understanding, they are not getting it, or something is wrong. But he has a purpose to fulfill. He has a purpose mm. to bring to accomplishments here. And these people that he has created are part of this purpose. They are part of this purpose. Not that he cannot do it without them. He can do it without them. He can do it without them. No doubt about that. That is why the scripture lives in a high place. Mm -hmm. Amen. In order to 
was he, he, he felt he can create another world to get something else done if he wanted to. Yeah. But that is not the purpose. The purpose that these people are supposed to be part of the agenda. So what he is going to do is he is going to reverse. He is going to reverse the thing. What he is going to do is he is going to bring a gift Amen. The servant, and that servant is the grace, and that servant will come to do the things that these people are supposed to do, so that they will be excused. Yes, enjoy. Just the grace, that provision. Mm. Okay. So he brought the servant. The servant here is Jesus Christ. When yes. we get to the New Testament, Jesus Christ came and walked the earth. So when we are talking about Jesus Christ walking the earth, Amen, obeying, uh, uh, fulfilling the the covenant and so on and so forth he is doing for us what we are supposed to do wow wow that was what he did walking mm -hmm. the earth mm -hmm. all those miracles he did and all this that that and the mm -hmm. other mm -hmm. these are things that we are supposed to do that is why he mm -hmm. gave the promise that if we believe in him we will live and do more yes yes so he came and he accompanied. That is what God is saying here. He said, then he will turn around and heal them. So it is not going to be it is not going to be dependent on them anymore. He has to carry it out mm -hmm. for us and for him in order to bring that fulfillment. Amen. That is the story there. So that session that we just read just brought that. Amen was just this, you know, part of that contains a little bit of this and that of it. Amen. And that is why we read that. But so now grace. We said that grace is a gift. And this gift is Jesus Christ. Titus, Titus chapter 2. Amen. This grace is Christ. Hmm? Hallelujah. So how does this work in the Old Testament setting? Grace constitutes of three things. Amen. One of them is righteousness. Or being right and that comes by obeying God's commandment. Amen. I'm just going to mention this, mention this. It's very, 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 very interesting. I've you know, in doing in the study of God's word, I have come to understand that this God that we this God that we profess to worship. Amen. If we go worship him, let us worship him because he is phenomenal. He is far beyond what, the, uh, listen, we have no wisdom. Just approach him as if you got nothing. Let him get up and do what he got to do because he's awesome. You know, even obeying the commandment is not possible for us. And he, something that does to us. I'm not talking about all 663 according to according to the research that is put out i'm talking about just the 10. amen the one that says deuteronomy chapter 6 and 5 the one that says that we should love him with all our heart with all our soul with all our mind with all our strength we are unable to do that that is with all our being because <laughs> mm -hmm. for total devotion and commitment to him we are not we're not committed to our own purposes Somebody employ us to go to work. We say we're going to come work from 8 to 5 o'clock. By the time we work three months, we called it one time. Jesus Christ didn't call it. Commitment. Amen. Righteousness is, uh, as we defined before, righteousness is the obedience to the law, obedience to God's commandment. Amen. A commitment to the purpose. 
the covenant. That is what righteous. That is what righteousness means. Uh, in most of the circumstances, you will see the word used being upright. Amen. That is what is that is what is talking about. I want to read. I want to read. Wow, I said I won't take you guys. <laughs> I won't take you guys. I just wanted to mention these things and we can we can talk about them at a different time. But let's just read the Isaiah chapter 56, 1 through verse 8. I you know, I just want to we got a little vet going on here, folks. <laughs> That's why he's laughing. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you. I, 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 chapter 56, and I'm about to win this bet. <laughs> Probably next week. Uh, chapter 56, verse 1 through 8, you said. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, this is what the Lord says. Maintain justice and do what is right. Yes. For my salvation is close at hand, mm -hmm. and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Yes. Blessed is the man who does this, mm -hmm. the man who holds it fast, mm -hmm. who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it, mm -hmm. and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Yes. Three. Let no foreigner who has who has bound himself to the Lord say, the Lord will surely exclude me from his people. Mm -hmm. Let not any eunuch complain, I'm only a dry tree. Mm -hmm. Four, for this is what the Lord says, mm -hmm. to the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths, who choose what pleases me and hold fast to my covenant, I will give my temple and its walls a memorial and a name better than sons and daughters. Mm -hmm. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Mm -hmm. Six, and foreigners who bind themselves to the Lord to serve him, mm -hmm. to love the name of the Lord and to worship him, all who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it mm -hmm. and who hold fast to my covenant. Mm -hmm. Seven, these I will bring to my holy mountain give them joy in my house of prayer mm -hmm. they burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar mm -hmm. for my house will be called a house of prayer to all nations eight the sovereign lord declares he who gathers the exiles of israel mm -hmm. i will gather still others to them mm -hmm. besides those already gathered amen amen Man. Righteousness is the obedience of God's word. The Sabbath in this case is the Sabbath in this case is used, amen, because that is the day that he told them that we should rest from work. In other words, the rest from work means that on that day, all that is permitted, amen, is his business. All that is permitted is his business. That was the misunderstanding in the book of Matthew or in the Gospels when Jesus Christ did healings on the Sabbath, amen, and the and the, uh, the scribes and the Pharisees had to chase him, amen, they had to chase him for doing work on the Sabbath, and he had to explain to them, amen, he had to explain to men, amen, what he, I am not supposed to have done anything that is supposed to be a secular work for my betterment or for my system because he had already provided that. But on that day, we are supposed to do justice. On that day, we are supposed to do things about him, whatever is concerned him. That was why he gave them the example that if one of their cows fell into a pit on that day, will they not dig it out? What he was telling them that for selfish ends, 
for selfish ends, they were going to dig that cow out, not because they wanted to save that cow, but they know that if they leave that cow there and die, they are going to lose the remuneration or the benefit, the profit that that cow is supposed to bring for them. And so they will pull him out. They said, if they did that, that would be. What about him that is God that owns the heaven and earth, and he can just blow a breath and they will be dead? And they have enough to question him about what he will do on the day that he has declared that he is showing them the right way to take out that day. And so righteousness is not something that me and you are able to do. This is where grace is where grace comes. And this is what we are talking about. Grace. Grace is the solution. And you know, we are going to see here that what grace is all about is the solution to the problems that we could not solve. Amen. 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 You follow? The second one is concerns the leadership. The leadership. The leadership is wicked. Prophet used to, she used to remind me of this thing about the shepherd. Amen. If you read the book of Ezekiel and so on and so forth, you know, Jeremiah, you know, it talks about the good, it talks about the shepherd, the shepherd leading the people away. Amen. And he talks about the leaders being wicked. Now, uh, I remember a few times in some of the teachings, I've talked about the definition of wicked to mean, amen, wicked to mean those that don't, don't know God. Amen. And so, you know, at this point here, I'm going to say something that, you know, prophet, you know, talks about, you know, we can know of God and we can know him. It's a difference in the two. To know of God is to profess that we know him without the power involved, without mm. doing what we, what he has said us to do. It's a form of godliness. That is, it's, a, it's a show. Mm -hmm. Period. That's all it is. It's a show. How are you doing this morning, prophet? I'm high, I'm, oh, Bless and highly, bless and highly favored. And the devil's on your tail. <laughs> That's what I that's what I'm sorry. But that's what I say when people say that to me. You know, because you know, truthful, how are you? You know, it's things going on. We know you're blessed because you're here. You know, but that's a form of godliness yeah. denying the power within. You know, that's you know, so that we can, you know, the leadership in place, instead of showing, instead of teaching what is right. They lie. They say that there is peace when there is no peace. The people are in exile, out of their place. You say there is peace, and they out of their place. They out of their home. They are hungry, and they are captives in a foreign land. You say there is peace. Now, instead of telling them the truth, therefore, you lie to them. And you say that God is not going to pay attention because he has been silenced over the issue. Amen. And in the dark, as soon as night comes, the same place where you are supposed to go and worship and do sacrifices for God, you go there and you sacrifice to other gods. You are killing your children. Amen. And then after that, you start fasting and praying that God should come and answer your prayer. That is why he asked them in Isaiah chapter 58. He said, is this what I asked you to do? You employ people for people to come and work for you. You will not pay them or you will find a way on the day of paying them to extract some of their wages out from their hands so that you will not give them what is right. You keep them oppressed. 
That is what the leaders do. They become part of. If you read as if you read Nehemiah chapter nine, the people complain. The people complain to Nehemiah that all their lands, all their properties, have been sold to those who are in the offices and who are in leadership. And so now they are even their children. They have to send up sell their children and their daughters in order to make a living. At this point that they were complaining to Nehemiah, they do not have any more anything to give for their substance. So they went to Nehemiah, who came to their aid. Justice. Justice. The idea of God's justice, the idea of God's justice is that those that are not privileged in the system, in the society, should be taken care of by those that those that are in the privileged positions that can make it that have made it in the society in essence whatever is available to those that are, are of power those that have made it should be made available to those that are less privileged as well that is what god calls justice various instances in the new testament various instances in the new testament we hear god talking about what the you know the the pharisees would do they wear this long rope and all this and they go and confiscate the homes of widows and things like that they can't fight them the widows and the people the common people of the land are so scared that when they go and ask them questions they will lie or they will not say the truth because they are scared that they will not be allowed back into the synagogue by the pharisees these are simple examples and so grace Grace explains the fact that God is the father of the fatherless. He is the husband of the widows. He will fight for those that are defenseless. Grace. And so grace, in this essence, is doing for those that cannot do for themselves what, is, what belongs. Grace. I'm going to the scripture. The scripture there is Isaiah 57, 1 and 2, but we are going to skip that for the for the sake of the prophet. You have uh, I'm good, uh, Pastor. I'm, I'm, I'm well. I'm just uh, waiting for my bet to be won. That's all. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. That's the grace of God. Yes, right. So we are going to. When we now talk about the love that you know that we will talk about how we are supposed to love God, you know, we are going to explain things like heart, mind, soul, strength, what those things mean. Amen. That is what you know talks about the total commitment of the person to God. We are going to explain that, but I just want us to see the components of grace, amen. And what what grace we say that grace is the solution. So wherever we are deficient as far as God's commandment is concerned. Amen. God decides to come and make amends in those areas, to come and cover up in those areas, so we will be able to accomplish His purpose for our lives. Amen. The last one is apostasy. That's the big one. That's the big one. Apostasy. Apostasy is, uh, in my view, this is my view, it's idolatry. Amen. Apostasy is idolatry. Apostasy simply says that instead of instead of worshiping God, I believe in God. I profess. I profess that I believe in God. Okay. I, hear, I, hear I, this now. I know it's a God. Yes. 
I, but I don't know which one it is, but I know it's a god. Yes. That's what that possibly said. Go ahead. Yes. Amen. I believe in this God of Israel, okay? No, but, I believe. I don't know where it is. But, uh, but uh, I'm going to go back here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to abandon him. And I'm going to go over here to go and do this, that, 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 and the other. Apostasy is the abandonment. Amen. The abandonment of amen principles and religions and polit policies or politics or whatever for something else. That's basically what it is. So when we're talking about apostasy here, we're talking about when God talks about you know the Israelites forsaking him, abandoning him, and going to worship the God of Molech, going to worship the God of the Canaanites, going to worship the God of the Syrian, the Sidonians, and this, that, 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 and the other. You know what? Well, here this is what happens. They go and they worship all these people, all these other gods, and sacrifice for them and do things. But when trouble hits, they leave them and they come back and they fast and they pray. And then they turn around and ask God, "We fasted and we prayed, and you're not paying us attention. Why? You know what God said? Let's look at Isaiah 58. I want to see you show us something real quick there. Isaiah. 58. Maybe we'll read from verse 2 to verse 8. Isaiah 58, verse 2 to verse 8. Mm -hmm. Let me see. That's what I believe. For they seek me out. Look at that. They seem eager to know my ways, uh -huh. as if they were a nation that does what is right mm -hmm. and has not forsaken the commandments of its God. Yes. They ask me just for decisions and mm -hmm. seem eager for God to come near them. Uh -huh. Why have we fasted, they say, mm -hmm. and you have not seen it? Mm -hmm. Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed it? Mm -hmm. Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please. Mm -hmm. You exploit all your workers. Yes. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife mm -hmm. and against each other with wickedness. It fits. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Oh. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Okay. Only a day for a man to help? Mm -hmm. Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed or for lying on sackcloth and ashes? Mm -hmm. Is that what you call a fast? Oh. A day acceptable to the Lord? Mm -hmm. Is this not the kind of fasting I have chosen? Mm -hmm. To loose the chains of injustice, mm -hmm. to untie the cords of the yoke, mm -hmm. to set the oppressed free, mm -hmm. break every yoke? Mm -hmm. Is it not to share your food with the hungry yeah. and to provide your poor wanderer with shelter? Uh -huh. with to clothe him uh -huh. and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Verse 8, verse 8, because you know we can do this, people of God. We, you, know, you know you peek to the people <laughs> when somebody's not going to do you it. You scan your phone to see who, oh my God, when we fasting. God help me. Okay, let me go to 8. I'm sorry, I had just a myself. Verse 8. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. And your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear God. I'm going to nine too. Yeah. Then you will call, the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, 
and he will say, yeah. here I am. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. These are the things that we do. We, 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 we fast. We come to fast and we start praying. Now, then, speaking of fasting, let me deviate here for a minute. You know, let me deviate here for a minute. I want us to see that, you know, that grace, amen, covers, amen, for this thing. In other words, in other words, there are certain things, certain things that we are supposed to read because then we are explained and we are told us, amen, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 28 through verse chapter 33, we, we are told what these things, if we did this, this was going to happen. And if we did that, that was going to happen. And if we did not do this, that was not going to happen. Oftentimes we think, we say that we talk about the promises in terms of the positive. The negatives are also promises. Either of them will come to pass depending on what we choose. That is why Moses told his people to choose life. He begged them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so these are the but, but what grace here comes to do is instead of us reaping the benefits we have done, God said that because of because of who he is, because of what he is, because of what is more important to him, amen, his glory, he decides that he will come and cover for all these things because he thought it, it's as if it's as if you watch your child you give your child an assignment to do mm -hmm. and you watch him toil to bring this assignment to fruition and you looked at him and watched him or her doing pursuing trying to bring this thing to pass and you find out that it is not possible because either her iq either in her sense she doesn't have all of it or by strength amen by all whatever it is they are not able to bring this to pass so instead of punishing them we find out that they are simply not incapable and as a result of the gap for them to accomplish it and then you after you accomplish it they give you the glory they tell you thank you because you have come to their aim that is what so for the issue of us acknowledging god for who he is he goes through this stuff he goes through what he goes through to do the things that we cannot do. He gives us the solution. Mm. Mm. And not only giving us the solution, he carries the solution out. Mm. I will put it, let, let, let me just put it simply this way here. You know, and I can explain this with the New Testament. Jesus Christ, we talked about him coming to work the earth and what that means. Amen, providing the solution. But what he did, amen, in that particular solution that he brought is undoing the things that we did. Because there is no way we could have been qualified to do anything for God and with God. And so when he came and walked, when he came and fulfilled, those things that we couldn't do, he corrected them. The same thing that we would do for our children, while we are going to help them in finishing up that project, we are going to pinpoint the areas where they were deficient and give them the answer to how they can be efficient in that area should they meet that condition again and then we go ahead and correct the issues for them and let them scale through grace solution that we couldn't think out that is why in the old testament Amen. You hear the children of Israel whenever they go to prison, whenever they have committed an offense and they are under punishment, they need help from God. What they do first is to tell God the areas that they have recognized that they are they are deficient in order, especially in the case of idolatry. They will bring that up real quick. We have not listened to what you have told 
us. We have all gone astray on our own ways. Go and do what you want to do. We realize that that is why we are groping in darkness. That is why that is why righteousness is far from us. But then they will say, but God, you are God. You are righteous. Look on us. Remember your covenant. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Grace. That's his grace. Grace, very, very beautiful. Mm. And so the servant, Jesus Christ, came, amen, and he was actually, he is actually the grace. Mm. Amen. If you read Titus chapter 2, amen, it says there, verse 11, say that now that the grace of God has appeared, amen, teaching us to live righteously and wisely abandoning evil ways grace amen amen i'm going to take a few moments here to ask we have one more scripture that i would like for us to read amen and maybe we'll do that the next time amen amen grace is the basis okay now i want to give the definition grace is the basis amen of acceptance and blessings grace is the basis of god's accepting his people and blessing his people and that's why we say grace is unmerited favor. unmerited favor favor that we don't deserve but he gives it to us anyway because he loves us yes because he created us to be his own he chose us to be his own out of everything that he created he chose us to be his own mm -hmm. uh that grace is so sufficient in our lives because uh in our humanness sometimes we can do things the way that we're supposed to do them and the lord because he he put on a body and he walked amongst us yes he was able to see the things that we uh, that we go through mm -hmm. And that he said, okay, I have to make a way for them because they can't do it in themselves. You know, so that's why he made this Jesus Christ is our grace. He is our, our, our grace, the grace that we need. You know, Paul talks about it in 2 Corinthians uh, 12. Mm. And he says, my grace, the Lord told him, you know, he asked, the Lord gave him a thorn in his flesh and we don't know what the thorn was and i'm not going to try to try to see what it was you know i heard so many different things what his <laughs> his thorn was yeah. you know but i'm just going to think about what my thorn is yes. and 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 the news that he said he kept he gave him that thorn so he wouldn't be big-headed mm -hmm. he gave that to him so he couldn't be judgmental to other people mm -hmm. because he said, okay, you're good in this, but you're not good in this. Mm -hmm. So he gave him that thorn to keep him low and humbled. But he told him, he said, he begged him to take it away. And the Lord told him his grace, my grace, the Lord said, my grace mm -hmm. is sufficient mm -hmm. in your weakness. And the grace, the grace was Christ, yes. you know even grace the grace was christ jesus mm -hmm. you know because the blood covers yes the blood of jesus covers mm -hmm. when we cannot perform the way that we need to mm -hmm. 
when we cannot do the things the way we should at that particular time, the grace, the grace of God, his provisions through Christ Jesus covers those things. We have a caller on the line. Oh, I want to open the line. I don't yeah. know if they uh, want to talk or they want to say nothing. I have it's muted. So I'm going to unmute the caller. Yeah. I think I can. Let me see if I can unmute them. If not, they can unmute themselves. Uh, let me see. Can I unmute? Yeah, there we go. Okay. So we're unmuted. I got a caller. Hello. Good evening. I have a caller on 609 coming in. Is it 609 yes. area code? Yes. I don't know if that's 609. Yes, 609. Area code. See it right down there. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not good, sure. evening. <laughs> good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Have a good night. I'm wonderful. Enjoying the TV. Prison. Prison. Bless you, my sister. I love you in Christ Jesus. I just hear your voice and it just made me happy. Uh, you know, we're talking about grace. That's the grace of God there. That my sister come on the line. Uh, but you don't have nothing for us about grace. I got, got nothing but love for you. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming on and, and, and encouraging us uh, in the work of the Lord. And we bless you and ask you to continue the work that God has given you as well. Amen. Amen. Well, it's good yes, to hear your preaching, preaching in the morning. So keep me in your prayers. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Prison, prison. We are going to do that. We are going thank to do you. That. God bless you both. I love you. Love you too. We love you too. Bye bye. Praise it. Wow. Excellent, excellent evening. Amen. We thank God. We thank God for our sister who just called in. Amen. Any other caller won't have something to share. Amen. You know. In the life that we live, there is something that is often said, amen, the, that those that don't believe in this God that we believe seem to be outside. They may seem to be outside of the commandments of God, but they are not outside the blessings of God. Amen. The things that they do share, the things that they do enjoy. The fact the scripture in Second Thessalonians 2 calls them the children of wrath. And we remember Paul talking about Jesus Christ's second coming. Amen. Was to come and deal with the children of wrath. Amen. And so if they are the children of wrath, the scripture says that if you are outside God's grace, in order that means that you are always, always under the wrath, under the angry intentions of God. Well, if you are under the angry intentions of God consistently and continually, you will not be enjoying any benefit, but be finding a way out. Mm. And so those that are even outside, those that are even outside the worship of God, those that are outside the grace of God, if you will, are in grace because God has not dealt with them the way 
they are supposed to. Now, bear this in mind. It is not all of us that has said that we worship this God and that we have said that Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior that is still under grace because we are busy doing underhanded issues. Grace. Every one of us need to be grateful to God. This God that we serve. Amen. This is all I have today. Amen. I am grateful for you guys coming out. Amen. Amen. Just remember this you is that amen the areas where you are insufficient amen is the area where God's sufficiency just like he says in the scripture amen in my weakness Paul says that when I am weak then I am strong he says rejoice in my weakness mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because then I know I'm filled with the Lord yes <laughs> In my weakness, I'm filled with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Prophet, you. I, I, I'm good. I just, I just thank, uh, just thank you, people of God, for coming on, uh, encouraging us every Saturday when you come on and listen. And we thank you that you're allowing us to come into your homes mm -hmm. and be your experience and your growth in Christ Jesus. Amen. Again, this we are the body of Christ. You know, we are the body. You know, we all have our local houses that we go to. We have our own personal pastors that we that pastor us. And yeah. sometimes we think nobody else should pastor us. And we're not trying to pastor you. We're just trying to give you the word of the Lord. That's it. And you can choose, you know, because if there's a thing, you can eat the meat and spit out the bones, or you just spit the meat and the bones yeah. out. <laughs> it's up to you, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we in part, and I think together we become in unity we'll see more of the power of god moving yes, us. Yes. you know uh i'm not trying to uh encourage you to leave your church and come to mine and i'm i'm not you know i would love us if you want me just send me the address and i'll come yeah. i love to visit i i feel like this any church i go in is my church yes because if it's a part of the body of christ mm -hmm. Now, because um, some churches is not the part of the body of Christ. I'm sorry. And they're not. But if it's the part of Christ and Christ Jesus is the head of that house, that's my house too. Yes. Because it's my father's house. Yes. And I can go into my father's house. Yes. So I thank you again for calling in and talking to us. We are really trying to shift this Saturday. Uh, we were thinking yes. about the people of God, and we know that you, during Monday to Friday, most of you are working, and on Saturdays, it's your days to kind of do the things with your family, and when you come in, you might not want to get on and do a Bible study because you're going to church on Sunday morning, mm -hmm. you know, so we were thinking about trying to shift this Saturday Bible life in the Word Bible study that we do on Saturday to probably Tuesday evening about 7. Yes. Um, we toss in between the time of seven and eight. Yes. So we'll look to see you. We'll send you out a notice uh, through our Facebook page, which is Family of Faith Worship Center. That I have your contact numbers. I will let you know uh, that we will what time we will be doing it on Tuesdays. It's either either seven or eight p.m. Amen. Amen. Uh, what's the man of man of God? Oh, I'm just looking for a poor connection. Yeah, so uh, we just want to keep that in mind. 
We also want to remind you of our other things that we do on Thursday night at 9 p.m. You have to get on to the family forum. It's, it's the topic is becoming hot. Yes, it's really, really <laughs> good. Yeah. God is really speaking to uh, marriage, speaking to people who are single that want to be married. Yeah. He's speaking to people that have been married yeah. and might feel that they never want to be married yeah. again. I was one of those people. You know, but I tell you, God has a way of doing things. Yeah. He, you know, you, our plans, we don't no longer belong to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we have to allow God to govern every area of our lives. Yeah, and uh, when we do that, we'll find a joy, an unspeakable joy. So that we form at 9 p.m. on Thursday evenings. We do Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. That is morning manner. Yeah. That's on for 30 minutes. And on Sunday morning at 6 a.m., uh, we do moment of power. Uh, usually that's either it could be anywhere from, from 10 minutes to 15 minutes to 30 minutes, no yeah. longer than 30 minutes. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times we might not even be on for 15 minutes. It depends on what God is saying that on that morning. You see, because we, we're moving in the spirit of the living God. Amen. It's Amen. not by flesh. It's not our flesh. It is the spirit of God that is controlling this. Amen. And we thank you again. I don't want to hold you any longer because I know you have to do your nights. So I'm going to ask Pastor Nemo to close us out with final words and prayer. I am very, very grateful for the opportunity given to me by God to share his word because I know that I am not worthy. Amen. I am not worthy at all, but he has decided to choose me to do this. So I do this because of the love I have for him, not because I am better than any other person that will be doing what I do. Amen. But I just want to be able to reach. Amen. The mission that we have, amen, is to reach people, amen, with the word of God, amen, and to encourage those that are saved to continue because their times are hard, amen, but we can believe in what God has promised. And to those that are considering amen, to make the change, to make the change now, because tomorrow is not promised. Amen. And those that keep on hearing the word and are still in the fighting stage, we pray that the Holy Spirit will quicken you. Amen. amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight. We give you honor. We give you glory. We bless you, Heavenly Father, so much for loving us. Loving us so much, Heavenly Father, that your grace abounds everywhere. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for going to the cross on our behalf. We thank you for not judging us, Heavenly Father, but judging the enemy instead. Granting us freedom, the freedom to serve you, the freedom to fellowship with you, the freedom to fellowship with one another. Lord, we don't like it. Heavenly Father, we love you so much tonight, Heavenly Father. And I thank you, Heavenly Father. I pray for all that came out to hear your word tonight, Heavenly Father. I pray, Heavenly Father, that your word permit their hearts and their mind, and your word, Heavenly Father, will quicken them. Heavenly Father, your word, oh God, Heavenly Father, will bring maturity, Heavenly Father, and grow them, edify them, oh God, Heavenly Father, according to what you have planned for them. And I pray that whatever you have declared for their lives, Heavenly Father, the purpose for their lives, Heavenly Father, bring it to completion, oh God, so that your name will be glorified. And even as we go to sleep tonight, Heavenly Father, pray that your words continue, that you Teach us, Heavenly Father, what you would like for us. Heavenly Father, show us what you would like for us to know. Wake us up in the morning so we can say thank you one more day. 
Heavenly Father, we love you and we give you glory, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 Bless you, people of God. Have bless a good you. evening. And bless you. See you next week. Yeah. My sister, preach the word of ah, God. Amen. Preach the word of God. Hallelujah. Bless you. Yes, ma'am. Bless you. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. You are. You are.